Welcome back. Now, following various delays, Turkey's car power ship has finally been given the green light by the Department of Forestry, Fisheries and Environments on its Richard Bay Environmental Impact Assessment application. The regulatory milestone paves the way for the group to produce electricity from natural gas to help aid South Africa's energy crisis and the gas energy transition. Zainab Haretti, who's a chief operating officer of Car Powership, joins us with more details. Zainab, thank you for your time and a good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. All right, Zainab, let's talk about uh, this latest uh, piece of regulatory approval uh, that Car Powership has received in South Africa and what this essentially means for Car Powership moving forward in South Africa. It is the environmental license that we've received. Now, we need to sign the power purchase agreement with IPP office in the next couple of weeks. And then we need to achieve financial closure by the end of this year. And we need to deliver 450 megawatts in Richards Bay with liquefied natural gas by the end of next year. So we have 12 months to deliver it after financial close. This means we are one step closer to alleviating load shedding in South Africa. What we pride ourselves in as a company is we act as an interim step in the energy transition from fossil fuels to renewables. So, you know, I must ask you about that interim step stance because, of course, there has been a bit of power, uh, pushback here in South Africa with, Africa with regards to the cost um, for car powership, but also the duration. I think there was an issue of uh, 20 years. Just speak to us about this complication, how you've managed to maneuver uh, through it, because, of course, it has been thrusted into the media quite a bit. Of course. With IPP office, we are discussing early uh, exit options at five years and at 10 years. So the uh, South Africa will have the option to end the contract much earlier than 20 years if they wish to do so. However, we are the cheapest electricity source that is available in the world in terms of thermal power that can be delivered quickly and in a reliable manner. We will be reducing ESCOM's current peaking generation costs by more than half. We're uh, more than 50% uh, cost efficient compared to the ESCOM's peak generation today. And also we are less, more than 50% less emissions compared to coal power plants. So actually South Africa is getting the best of two worlds where the, both it, the emissions will be much less and the cost will be much low. And this is the fastest executable project uh, in South Africa in a record time frame, bringing 450 megawatts. Zainab, in preparing for this interview, um, I actually would have Googled the car powership a little bit. And I, I read some stories about uh, some issues that would have turned up in uh, Sierra Leone, in Senegal, in Guinea-Bissau, uh, where uh, cities had had to lose, uh, you know, their power due to payment issues. I'm just keen if you could touch on this for us and, uh, you know, maybe help the consumer in South Africa, uh, you know, that is welcoming car powership in, understand what happened there, uh, you know, and the risks of something like that happening, uh, should there uh, not be uh, issues with payment payment uh, between the car powership and the state? Of course, with pleasure. So um, the major cost item in power generation is the fuel component. Um, it's approximately 30% power generation cost 
and 70% the fuel cost that comprises the total electricity price. Now, we are a family company and we pride ourselves in being able to deliver low cost and reliable uh, electricity to many countries that other companies do not want to work in. And we also take pride that the governments trust us with their most basic humanitarian need. We completely understand we're not selling a luxury product. The electricity we provide electrifies water pumps, hospitals, schools. So as a family company, we cannot cut electricity. And Guinea-Bissau and Sierra Leone, both uh, countries that unfortunately is going through uh, uh, the lack of liquidity issue in Africa. And um, they've had their payment issues since the beginning of our contracts for more than five years, but we were always able to accommodate it by providing additional financing for them, um, in fact, charging them lower interest rates than the development institutions. But uh, the fuel suppliers do not necessarily have the same mandate as us, because the fuel suppliers are selling a commodity whereby the price is fixed and there is a, a customer for it everywhere. So unfortunately, when they were unable to uh, not pay their fuel invoices for a very prolonged period of time, then the fuel suppliers stopped giving fuel, but we were able to mediate and find an amicable solution in less than one and a half days. So the electricity was back on immediately. Thank you for that clarity, Zainab. Let's talk also about the pushback from environmentalists in South Africa um, and even maybe commitment to communities as you come on board as a car power ship. This is actually a requirement that many companies that come to invest in South Africa are given, you know, investing in the local community. I think South Africa is very lucky as a country to have such a strong green lobby. Every country needs strong green lobbies to make sure corporations are taking the necessary steps in the right direction. So we really appreciate that in South Africa. And um, the LNG uh, to power we will provide will be, as I said, less than 50% less emissions compared to coal. And today, 85% of the electricity is generated via coal in South Africa. So we will be reducing the environmental footprint and emissions immediately the moment when we start operations um, and when you deliver thermal dispatchable electricity like the one we will provide it enables further renewable integration to the grid because um, solar and wind are only uh, operational when sun is shining or wind is blowing but thermal electricity actually stabilizes the grid and enables for more renewable generation to be integrated into the grid. That's why it's called the first step in the energy transition to have a more uh, strong renewable base. Now, like thank, sorry, Zainab, unfortunately we are out of time. I have to cut you. My apologies. Uh, but thank you for speaking to us this evening and also for uh, this morning and also for just providing clarity. I think uh, a big thing that we've seen with the car power ship is a lack of clarity uh, behind it all. So thank you so much for your time this afternoon. And that was Zainab Haresi. She's Chief Operating Officer at Car Powership.